0: Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast some scenes were released. We got we got clips. So let's talk about clips. There's news and feedback to talk about, you guys. All that and more if it's sad,
1: we have no control over Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. And in our producer chair, <laughs> the lovely Ashley Coffin. How you doing, Ash?
2: Hey guys, happy to be back.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be back as well. We had a really hard time starting up today, but Mm -hmm. I kept being like, as soon as we start and I'm in the warm bath of doing the podcast that I love doing, (laughs) I will feel so much better and it will release. And I'm already feeling it. The panic attack will cease. (laughs) The panic attack that was seriously on the verge of happening will (laughs) subside when I can just sit here and enjoy talking about Marvel and all the plans for the future Oh, let's do it. Um, let's do it. It's so nice to just sit and have a conversation, but there's so much else that has to happen in order to share this conversation with the yeah. world. And, and it, normally the tech is all re- preset and ready to go, but we've had a lot of changes lately. And, oh, man. Okay. So, first thing I think we needed to say, first piece of business, first news thing, is we have a new plan for how we're going to cover Loki this season. Oh, yeah. Yes. and We're pretty excited about it. Mm. Um, Ashley, Loki is one of Ashley's favorite characters, right? Ash, you really like Loki a lot. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. You really wanted to be on the cast on both the instant cast and the, and the after show. Um, so we kind of worked things out. What we're going to do here's the, here's the plan. We're going to end up doing three episodes a week for Loki, <laughs> which is. You know, it's fine. Why it's not? Fine. Why not? You know, we were why already not? doing two. The three. Yeah. Two wasn't hard. It's What's only six
2: one? episodes, right? How many yeah, is it? Exactly. It's, yeah. Six episodes, Let's like, go extra. Six
0: or eight or whatever. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter. It's
1: three a week and that's all that matters. Let's go extra. So here's what we're doing that's going to be going extra. We're going to have a 2 a.m. Central, when it drops, live watch. And then. Every week. Every week with me and Jeff, and we're going to do the podcast at two at 3 a.m. We're going to do a short 10 minute podcast where we just recap it and I'm going to edit it immediately and get it out. So like if you watch it with us at 2 a.m, you can get our thoughts like almost immediately. So people that wake up and watch it, will still have a short cast already ready to go. And then the people who've enjoyed the longer casts and the full instant reaction or whatever, we're going to do another live watch at 4 p.m. For those of you getting off work, coming home, uh, wait, no, 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 that's not right. That's not right, because we decided we're going to butt it up to trivia. So we're going to do a live watch at 5.30 Central, followed by a podcast at 6.30 Central, followed by trivia at 7.30. So it's going to be three uh, three events in a row, and it should be a really fun Wednesday, every Wednesday. I'm
2: excited. It's
1: going to be the Wednesday marathon. So... That's the plan. We hope you guys like it. Uh, and, and you know, we're just still experimenting. We did the 8 a.m. live watches and 9 a.m. cast for the last two shows, and we're just trying to shake it up a little bit and, and to get Ashley on the live, the yeah. live watches. So, uh, we're going to give it a shot.
2: It'll be a nice trial. We'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, six episodes. Yeah, we. I it's can, fun. It's it's fine. I can stay. Be great.
2: Awake.
0: I can
1: stay awake. It's gonna for be great. Six what weeks? could go wrong?
2: No, nothing.
1: <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Just
2: like today.
1: Yep. Mm, yeah. Yep. 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 to pray
2: to the computer gods.
1: All of these time sensitive, very specific thing times we need to start. There's no problems there. It's At Three a.m. Nothing could go wrong. Nothing could go wrong.
2: <laughs> Haley says it sounds like twelve percent of a plan.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: do we need to drop the name of it because i'm really proud of the name of it like oh we were, yeah we course. were sitting there on the phone for a while and i got like really proud of the name yeah uh obviously there ha- it, there has to be alliteration right so late night loki yeah Ooh, i love that our late and night then we're loki. gonna do then we're gonna do wee hours what if if it works out for loki <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then midnight miss marvel yeah you know it's perfect you know it's going to be, it's going to be great. And then she so faced
1: fun. She-Hulk. Yeah. Yes! You really you drunk. forgot about
0: Hawkeye, though. You for- forgot about <laughs> Hawkeye.
1: <laughs> Hungover Hawkeye.
0: Yeah. over yeah, there, it works perfectly. There. It's Nailed pro- it. There's a progression there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hot mess Hawkeye. Hot mess Hawkeye, says Haley. Actually, you'll have to be on those. Ooh, yeah. I'm just teasing. I don't know. He is. I get it. <laughs> he, he is. Um Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into the other news, which is two scenes dropped. Do we need to talk about giveaway? Oh yes, <laughs> we do. Did we do it? Did you do it?
2: Giveaway, and we, got our, star, star, star <laughs> we
0: got our one star. One star. Five star. We got our one star. I'm just so used. Okay. To Those
1: are the ones we're going to start reading. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a bad thing. That's a bad idea. Like, let's encourage people to do one star reviews. No, so they get No, five star reviews only. Um, okay, sorry. I'll start that. Okay, dying.
0: so the number that I generated was 15. Ooh, that's a lot
1: of reviews. Starting from the Oh, there's twenty one to choose from. That's great. Nice. That's great. We're uh, we're we uh, as we mentioned a couple weeks ago, we're giving away a shirt uh for someone who gave a review to the animation deliberation podcast. Um and it'll be you can either get a MCU cast shirt or a stranded panda shirt, whatever you like.
0: All right, so number fifteen puts us at KL Bucks, K L B U X. I've been listening for a while now and this is a great podcast. Keep it up. Awesome. Uh, so, KL Bucks, reach out to the Stranded Panda team. Somebody, anybody, somebody
1: mm-hmm. will give you a shirt to yeah. love. Yeah, send us a message. <laughs> MCUcast at gmail.com, the easiest way. And then we had a five star review you wanted to read, Ashley? Oh, sure. You're like, not that it, I wanted to read it. It's not, you know. I mean,
2: I could totally work <laughs> on my reading out loud. Big Mac Attack says, best best podcast ever. Um, Whenever I want to do something that would normally be boring, like cleaning my room, I turn on the podcast. Or when I just watched a new episode of Something Marvel, I listen in for what they have to say about it, and Ashley is the best.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wonder what could have driven you to select this review. I just picked
2: the first one.
0: Yeah, clearly. (laughs) I believe you. (laughs)
2: Uh, i was using my raw
0: guy again wasn't i
2: yeah (laughs) i mean i have receipts
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't need your receipt thank you big mac attack for for the love i'm sure ashley
1: loves it as well thank you that is exactly what i use podcasts for actually podcasts before i knew i had adhd podcasts were like uh, a thing that I didn't realize I was like kind of self-medicating with my, with my podcast. Cause like yeah. they keep my mind on something else so that my body can keep working. Otherwise I will like keep, you know, playing the squirrel game where I'm like, Oh, I can get over here or then over there and I won't get something done. So if I want to yeah. get one thing done that's boring, I put in my <laughs> podcasts and I do the same thing. So, so maybe get checked out for ADHD. Uh, but also <laughs> thank you. <laughs>
2: Now a word from our sponsors. Adderall. <laughs> Sponsor. <laughs> Come on, Adderall.
0: <laughs> I started um, a a program for um, I, I don't want to call it a weight loss, but for lifestyle management or lifestyle change, um, as you know, as seen on BVK stream, uh, <laughs> and you know they give you a coach. Or like a a mentor or whatever, and I was texting my coach, just like uh, she was saying, like, "What kind of triggers do you have? Like, what kind of, you know, what makes you just sit and decide to just eat without thinking about it?" And I was like, "Well, it's you know, it's usually when I'm bored. A lot of times it's whenever I'm frustrated with work, or I don't want to do a thing, or something is really like something. It's something that I'm putting off, and I get distracted and I eat, oh my God, all of these, like, as I was listening out, I'm like, (laughs) all of these are symptoms of ADHD. (laughs) Like, oh no.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Impulse control is like a big problem for ADHD folks. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Impulse control is my big problem as well. Mm -hmm. Mine too. I'll have all the greatest plans, all the the greatest plans laid of mice and men or whatever. and (laughs) uh, Best laid plans of mice and men. So that's yeah, I said the thing. Um, sure. I know what I said. I said what I said. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, just like, then I pass a crystal. And without even thinking, I'll, like, have a, have a, a corn dog in my mouth.
2: I was dog? doing so well. And you encouraged me to get a pizza and a milkshake when I was just going to get a turkey wrap. Give me the number of your person because I'm gonna tell them we what you did to me. Nothing to do. We had nothing
1: to do with that milkshake. We encouraged <laughs> well, pizza shit. and then you added it's, that milkshake. This is all pre-show stuff, sorry. It's
0: it's, it's called you. deflecting. Yeah. If I if I if I put the bad vibes on you, <laughs> I feel better. Yeah, this is this is yeah. a technique as coach taught him, actually. It's
2: evil because it's just sitting yeah. in the other room now.
0: Ooh. I hear it. You, you hear, hear it? P- you hear a pizza? <laughs> Ashley. Okay. Oh, oh
1: like. St- no, yeah, that's coming through the mic. Yeah. I hear it. <laughs> yeah. I hear we We all hear it now. It's, I'm like, shut up. I'm on pizza. my way to Philly. I, Fairmont <laughs> Pizza. Have you ever read Fairmont Pizza? You should try I've Fairmont. I've heard of it. It's good. It's real good. Yeah, It's my favorite, good. favorite Philly pizza. Okay, let's, uh, let's, let's God, we have a show talk to do. about the, these, these,
2: uh. What's entertaining?
1: You know, the, the, the scenes that were released there were two scenes released. Yeah, let's talk about the scenes first. Yeah. Uh, Well, first we have a Loki scene. It's kind of the... I I don't know if it's the full elevator scene, but we got a full minute of the elevator scene between Owen Wilson and Loki, which a lot of that had already been in the trailer. So uh, my headline on both of these are, we learn nothing, which I'm glad. I'm not upset about that, but I don't know that we really learn much, right?
0: I mean, not really. Um, We know that, well, the timekeepers... Uh, from the Loki scene, are kind of established as what Loki calls space lizards, right? So, you know, that could be any number of things, but like, well, I'm assuming that's the three statues, right? That yeah, They, yeah, they yeah. have all yeah. the
1: place they're space, some sort of like space. We're, lizard. we're assuming like the Living Tribunal or whatever. Yeah, we, well, we've but, talked about Living Tribunal, but it seems like they're calling them the Timekeepers. Now, that might be right. the yeah. same thing, or it might be a version. Yeah, of they it. might be shoving those cosmic beings together, right? Because we definitely have have noted in the past that those look like the Living Tribunal. So, so yes, I guess I guess we did learn that little bit of. I, I love the the lore there. You know, I love that we're getting a little bit into that lore. Yeah,
0: and I guess the da, 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 the the other thing is that there is a divine timeline, right. and right, this agency
1: de- like decides on what all happens to. Trillions of lives. Mm hmm. Oh, they're just, mm-hmm. it de- sounds like they're deciding which timeline is most important and which one is worth keeping. Now, right. This makes me wonder if, if the events of the show, we've talked about it a little bit before, but like if the events of this show destroy the time variance authority or disable it or whatever, if this could be another step leading toward multiverse of madness, especially when, yeah. with, with uh, Wanda doing whatever she's doing at that cabin that seems to be reaching out into. Some sort of multiverse, and then the Time Variance Authority being, you know, uh, existing. Well, existing, <laughs> yeah. but also seemingly under attack. I guess is what I was getting at. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We yeah. saw the 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 footage in other trailers where it looks like they're under
1: attack and about to uh, defend. Yeah. So if that doesn't work out so well, and the Time Variance Authority isn't present for the future of this uh, of of protecting the divine timeline, which I'm guessing is our MCU Prime or whatever, MCU proper, uh, then what does that mean for our heroes? And what does that mean for uh, a mad multiverse, as it were? A lot. multiverse full of madness? (laughs) There's a lot
0: of of implications there. It
1: means a lot. I like that, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Ashley is the queen of succinct.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: I do my best.
1: (laughs) Uh, We don't succinct shame here. Um, what uh, <laughs> the other scene that we got? I I mean, is there anything else to say about that Loki scene? I I liked it, but honestly, I did, you had more to say about it than I did. I, I I feel like we I felt like we didn't learn much, but I, I did love the space lizards line.
0: Yeah, I the, I think the the main thing is like we get an idea of uh the the character of Agent Mobius because like. You know, we all know Owen Wilson. You know, we've seen Owen Wilson movies. We know how he usually acts on most of his characters. Wow, mm-hmm. um, one of us had to do, but it. yeah, somebody had to do it. But I volunteer
2: his tribute. <laughs> we
0: we see his character, like the way that he, uh, the way that he is portraying this guy, and how that guy interacts with Loki, and how it kind of seems like he might have won over on Loki, like he might have Loki on the ropes as far as um, the right. silver tongue and. You know, uh, ability to uh, to manipulate people. Like,
1: I'm excited to see where this guy goes. Well, it's an interesting yeah. concept. The idea that it's like time variance authority is making decisions for trillions of lives uh, because they are existing outside of this divine timeline and protecting it and clipping branches. It seems so. You you imagine a a character like Loki thinks of himself, thinks of these as, like, he apparently knows enough about them to know they exist and who they worship and all this stuff and and what their goals are. So he has to be, like, in general life thinking, like, but I'm still a god, I'm still this. But now he's no longer the Loki from the Divine Timeline. He's now the Loki from one of the Branches. And so, like, his whole thought process has to go, oh, now you're making decisions about my life, but I'm used to being the king of my domain, you know.
0: Right. Yeah. Well that that's also assuming that the uh the timeline that we have been experiencing
1: is the divine timeline. Right. For sure. Mm. I would I feel solid in that assumption. You know, because it has I'll continued to exist. <laughs> because it has
0: continued to exist. I mean, that could be the thing though, like if they if they're going to be, you know, trimming the branches or whatever, like everything that's happened so far could be one of those things that gets course corrected, and like everybody gets brought back. Sure, but maybe maybe the events of Endgame get undone, and like there was no time heist in the Prime mm. timeline or whatever. But everybody's just back. You Like, you know, Thanos never got the stones or whatever. Like any any of those things,
1: right. you know. Like, I. Don't, there's, there's a lot th- of implications. I don't think they will undo what has happened. I think that we might have sort of a what-if storyline, which we are going to have some what-if storylines, but we might have some sort of event that, like, uh, like even in the movies where, you know, a la Back to the Future 2, where you go back and change the thing that happened in 1955 so now Biff runs 1985, you know? Um, yeah. Like, they could do something like that, uh, but I, I don't think it's going to be a long-term unless they do some sort of like crisis situation where they really change the universe but i just they've got 10 years of built up storyline i don't think they're willing to throw that away i think they want to keep their their universe sort of contiguous you know
0: i think i think that, that might be that that sounds like that sounds fine <laughs> you know that sounds great and all but uh the crisis type of thing where you know all of these different universes are are colliding um that could well be what we see um from this. Like there's there's potential for that where um for sure. God, what was it? What was it in I think it was in the two thousands or the nineties, it's probably early two thousands, the JLA Avengers crossover. The big bad of that story oh, yeah. wanted he wanted to see what happened at the start or at the birth of a of a new universe. Like that's what that's what he was he was hoping to find. Mm. So he was like trashing multiverses trying to find the answer or whatever, but he was going to to birth a new one so we could see that sort of situation happening here. Like Franklin Richards has that ca- has that capability, he has that power. Yeah. So if all of these multiverses collide and kind of birth a new one and all do all different one uh, if we're going to use the comics terms, like we could see, you know, that's where Fantastic Four comes in, that's where the X Men come in of like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, we started this brand new universe and blah, here's all these people that you know, that have this this X gene. Yeah. yeah. Which that mm-hmm. oh, sorry,
2: that would all lead up so perfectly to like an onslaught style villain oh. where everybody would get like yes. the Avengers, the X Men, everybody's in that one movie, like, please yeah, do would. this for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> please Marvel. Yeah. We're doing an episode tomorrow, or well, it it'll be coming in the feed a couple of days. Uh, it it'll should be already available for our patrons. So if you're not a patron, go join up um early and add free access to all of our episodes. Uh patreon.com slash MCU cast. But nice plug. Thank you. Seamless. Seamless. Absolutely seamless. I didn't use an ad voice at all. Um just <laughs> felt totally organic. Um, yep. But no, the, the idea of, uh, we're going to be talking about the idea of how will the X-Men be coming in. It's a commissioned episode. And that's one of the things we've talked about, uh, talking about on that episode, which is, which is like some sort of crisis event that like converges the universes, but also may just create a new one, you know?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I mean,
0: multiverse of madness could be the lead into that, but we'll get to that. That's on tomorrow. That that's, the na- that's the next yeah. episode
2: uh folded sandwich uh folded sandwich in the chat says he thinks that loki's gonna try and take over the first timeline he's in and he bets those are shots from the trailer Mm. i guess like all the different time he pops in he's like i'm gonna take over this universe
0: yeah yeah i
2: think king of the bowling alley
0: i think the king of the bowling alley thing is the the vote loki story from for where like and i think that they're gonna they're going to adapt that to like, this is what would happen if Loki had won in OG Avengers. I think that's <sighs> that's what It'd we're gonna awesome. see from that.
1: Mm, I like that. I, I'm very interested. It seems like they might be doing multiple versions of Loki and having Loki seek them out, which just sounds really fun to me. At least that's I'm what so it looks excited. like. To me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah,
0: I feel like I feel like Loki is like sort of a testing the waters of what if,
1: because
0: hmm. like. What if, you know, it may be the animated thing, but it's also, like, it's also multiverse, you know? It's also what would happen if this thing had happened instead of this thing,
1: right? all this stuff is colliding,
0: and that's what's crazy. uh, Yeah, yeah. So, like, I I feel like Loki is, you know, it's that butterfly effect kind of show.
1: Right. And I'm getting more and more excited about it the more I talk about it. Yeah. (laughs) Well... (laughs) We've, we've been talking about like there's two huge things coming, which is I think secret invasion and the multiverse and like everything seems to be feeding towards yeah. those oh, yeah. elements. And I don't know when what's happening first or whatever, but it seems like the multiverse is like this year they are introducing and they're doing it in ways like introducing these space lizards and even in this trailer or this clip, but also introducing um the idea of the um, owatu or the watcher, in mm-hmm. What if and he's like a character and like we're, we might get the sense of like and the time variance authority, of course. So like these three things are like things that exist on a level above the divine timeline. You know what I mean? Like he these are people watching what's going on and do, and controlling events from a higher level. And if we introduce those characters, that becomes an entire way for us to get to those worlds in the future, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely we've already kind of been led astray on the idea of multiverse because like they what they introduced it in what spider-man 2 or uh far from home
1: mm-hmm. well Cause they were like oh
0: yeah multiverse and then you know be- a line
1: that's a right. lie yeah
0: that's what i'm saying like peter was like oh, you're saying multiverse theory is real and then it's like oh wait not actually no that's not yeah, confirmed that was just toying and with then us. yeah they were toying with us and then in wandavision she recast Pietro, but all of us in the audience seat back here were like, "Ah, it's a multiverse! It's obviously multiverse!" Yeah. Like there were so many theories,
2: and so then mean of them,
1: and then they were like, "No, nah, it's actually just a boner joke." Also, in game though, introduces the idea of multiverse for real, and we see what yeah, some the, of those the branch timelines, some of those mm-hmm. branches, we see them play out at least a little bit. Um, it's and true. we see Thanos coming from a different timeline and intersecting with ours. So all this stuff is multiversal, and like that—that's just dipping the toe in. But now we're getting space lizards and Iwatu. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, it's gonna be super like, rad, man. I'm super pumped. It, it's like they've kind of been priming us. They're like
0: massaging us to get us ready for the <laughs> yeah, multiverse that's injection. The
2: only way to get me ready for things.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It was, laughs> Drink a, a
2: Refreshing back massage.
1: Just yeah, slow massaging our shoulders and slowly lowering us into the boiling water that is uh the multiverse. Mm. I think I, when I was a kid, I liked comics. But you think that when you were a kid, you liked comics? But I also really and and, and t- until today, love multiverse stories. You know, like I like Fringe, and that is not a. Fringe is kind of a fringe show, right? Like, it's about the multiverse, but it's, like, very much on the fringes of what is, like, pop culture. I don't think, not a lot of, it wasn't, Mm. once it got to multiverse, it lost people. Same thing with Lost. Like, Lost was, like, ooh, sexy people on a beach. Uh, Millions of viewers. And then multiverse. eh, it's declining, you know? And I feel like... (laughs) It's coming down. Yeah. If anyone could introduce the idea of the multiverse to the grander populace and like sell it. It's the MCU. And I love multiverse stories. And the idea that like, just like we've been talking about on this podcast and we mentioned multiverse stuff, but it's always kind of like theoretical. The fact that we're going to be able to talk on this podcast uh, with all of our friends who listen and like discuss openly the concepts of multiverse that are happening in the world is just mind blowing and cool. And for me as a multiverse head, I just love it. Multiverse head. I'm <laughs> multiverse <laughs> core.
2: <laughs> um, Crapton America asked if we think Shuma Gorash is the big bad of the multiverse.
0: Shuma Gorath. Oh, that's mm. that's hard to say. I want it to be Mephisto, but you know, Typo. I don't. I don't know that Shuma um has really been laid out well enough because it's one of those like eldritch horrors kind of thing. Right. Um, oh. You know, like one of those big bad ultimate evil kind of, um, you know, things that, mm-hmm. that Dr. Strange has to get everybody together to channel power into and like, let's all cast the
1: spell together kind of things.
2: Oh mm. group effort.
1: Yeah, yeah, group effort. Well, they've introduced lots of magic users now and, uh, they have. Absolutely. Could be possible. Uh, <sighs> Can we get into the next show because, or the sure. next clip, because I, I, I said 30 minutes yep. and now we have three left. Um, so uh, <laughs> let's talk about... You knew this was happening. I tried to move on multiple times, but we just kept going and I'm I'm nope. happy. I'm very
0: happy with it. We have to talk more about the multiverse. Can we go for another 15? You can get me going.
1: You can get me going. No. Me going.
0: no. <laughs> so the next clip, the, the other clip that was released this week is a Black Widow clip uh, where they are uh the it's the car chase scene that we've seen where uh Natasha and Yelena are in their beamer um, you know racing through the streets of Budapest god i couldn't remember the name of the city <laughs> racing through the streets of Budapest and uh it seems like now they are trying to evade several uh widow agents and also uh, very likely Taskmaster.
1: Yeah, which we don't see Taskmaster in this clip, but. It we looks don't like see Taskmaster in this clip. Earlier but. on in the fight, they're fighting this like, the other henchmen that are after them. I'm sure that, that's probably the scene we get introduced to, um, Taskmaster as a, uh, they get introduced to fighting him or whatever. You know, there's always right. that, like, they're fighting other agents and he, then he comes out and, like, n- takes them down and then they're like, who's that Uh-oh. guy, you know? Oh, you yeah. know what it reminds me of? Who's the Winter Soldier, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, no. exactly.
0: It reminds me of that Winter Soldier scene mm-hmm. where um, Fury was, you know, taking out the cops or whatever and getting away from the cops, and then here he comes. Here comes. Who's this Who's a shadowy figure with who's a weird-looking gun? Later. Yep. <laughs> a
2: sexy, and, sexy lady.
0: And much the same way, <laughs> he fires <laughs> a thing under the car, and then... Yeah, it's like... Go- Yep, blows. Yeah, it goes up under the car and blows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Magnets.
0: Magnets. How do they work? <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, so okay. I I agree. That all sounds awesome. Yeah. Uh, so what what about this clip? Do we do we learn anything new? Um, we
0: learned that the director of uh, of Black Widow has a love of big, wide. Distance shots where like mm. there's supposed to be something interesting and fast happening while life is going on normally for everybody else. Oh, um, that kind of broke me a little bit, honestly. Oh yeah. In that in that scene where like you know it, it's way zoomed out, you can see the river, you can see a a, a boat like I guess it's like a like a uh, like a ferry or whatever, mm-hmm. like some sort of pleasure craft on the water. And you can see like everything going on, and then like you have to really like squint and focus to find where that car chase is happening in the in the hmm. scene. I'm like, where is it? Where is it? Where's Black That like,
1: is I'm, cool. I like I like that kind of stuff because it really gives you context of what's going on in the world, and like, yeah, like nobody else
0: knows what's going on.
1: Yeah, and it kind of <laughs> reminds know. me of the Monaco scene in uh, Iron Man Two a little bit. Um, oh yeah, the, the car chase. Oh, yeah. Um that makes sense. Yeah. And it is like, worlds are colliding. Yelena yeah. I just the, the 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 one thing that bothered me about this clip is Yelena grabbing the wheel and just twisting it and that's all she does it seems and that causes the car to do a full 180 so that she can open her door and send a door flying the other direction. Like I feel like that requires some sort some some bit of handbrake and like foot brake and all kinds <laughs> of other stuff, not just yanking the wheel one time. Maybe she grabbed the handbrake and the wheel, but I couldn't see that. It just looked like... looked a little uh unrealistic, I guess. If I recall correctly,
0: I only studied stunt driving <laughs> for a brief moment. <laughs> but this, uh, this J-turn that she does does not require brakes. It's just a sharp turn of the wheel
1: to oh,
0: get look the, at the, you the ass end to slide around so that you can... Be going
1: in reverse. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Picky. Her, her hand is just at, saying her hand isn't <laughs> where the e brake would be. Like it's down yeah, the other side. So maybe be, she. Maybe it's she, easy to to you know to be doing who's both. Who's driving?
2: Of those things. Is Nat driving? Nat's driving. Yeah, Nat's driving. Yeah, so maybe she was. Maybe Nat hit the brakes while she was turning yeah,
0: the wheel. Yeah, possibly. Nat's like, fine if this is happening. I'll teamwork. I'll facilitate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the button
1: work. <laughs> you really do any kind of stunt driving or is this are you, are you bullshitting? No, I studied stunt driving for like five minutes. Interesting. Maybe.
0: That is it's a, like a, a week or I two. did not know it. about you.
1: Like You just like read some books or like you Yeah, yeah I was did like watching courses. videos and reading
0: books and okay. and like trying to find a, a place that was local to Birmingham to, to, Tokyo to drift. do like
1: a stunt driving course. I like yeah, it. I was going to Tokyo Drift. I like it. Uh, well, we need to get to this feedback. We got Oh, so, just three pieces of feedback. Um, so, let's get to that. And, Ash, you mind going to <coughs> your feedback cave and seeing if anybody in the live has some there feedback you know. as well?
2: Do you want, here, let me just read these two real fast. Oh, sure, sure, um, sure. So, Waterfall Angel said, I'd like to see minor changes to stuff that we already know in the MCU, like they did in the Arrowverse when they did the time travel shenanigans. Mm. I didn't see Arrowverse, but I.
1: Arrowverse did me? an interesting thing, except they've already established that's not how time travel works, but. Uh, according to Endgame, anyway,
2: wow.
1: but, uh, in this verse in this multiverse, I guess, but that was a neat thing. That's one of my favorite things on arrow. Probably. I don't know. Arrow has big flaws, but that was a pretty neat thing. Like they did a bunch <laughs> of time travel shenanigans and then, um, arrow comes back to the future or whatever. And like his best friend Diggle has a male son instead of a female daughter. <laughs> huh and it's just like a little change what a to weird, timeline. yeah that's funny and it's still a baby so it has no effect on the plot or the actors or anything but like it's just like a thing he knows and Diggle gets a it, it's a thing that makes Diggle very uncomfortable because he's like this is not this is I, it's a change in my life that I did not even know happened and you did that <laughs> like that's the forces we're playing with and we have to think about that when we whatever mm-hmm. actually I think it may have been a uh, because of Barry's time travel it was Barry yeah, yeah it was Flashpoint that's, point. It. that's okay. it yeah that's interesting. interesting.
0: Yeah, it's cuz he went back and decided that he didn't want to be the Flash anymore and
1: No, I, I saw that. I saw that um that run. Barry. That season, that run. Boo-hoo. Uh, ah. Uh, I get it. Uh, flash, but flash like flash runs. <laughs>
2: Folded sandwich says random topic. Is Bucky a fan of the lobster from the Little Mermaid? If he is, does that make him a Sebastian stan? I'm
1: leaving. <laughs> sorry
2: to cut you off i just had to get it in there
1: that was very good you get one
2: a show folded sandwich
0: if we had more time (laughs) i would have like taken the headphones off and gotten up and left my desk and everything but
2: we don't have the time
0: yeah we can't take any time for that today that's
1: a wonderful joke and all those theatrics still love your uh profile name uh username folded sandwich uh well okay Ash I'm gonna send you into your uh feedback cave so you can collect any other feedback that comes around and we're gonna just cover these last uh, these few feedbacks from this week. Sure. Au <laughs> revoir. Lauren Waters
0: sent us an email. Hello all. I hope everyone is having a good week. So I have two theories about multiverse of madness. Both are a little long. Both are a little long. So please feel free to use your favorite or neither for time for time's sake.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, we just cut it there. Yeah, we're done. No, I'm just going. Yep. Get it. Get it. Theory 1. So my brother and I were discussing the WandaVision commercials in the context of the reveal that they were initially supposed to be messages from Dr. Strange. We were both in agreement that casually hinting at someone's trauma vis-à-vis mildly sexist commercials would uh it would have been a weird method of contact, but I guess people skills has never been Steven's forte. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. We took it to lending credence to the idea that Wanda is the Nexus being of the MCU's Earth, as Steven would likely have no know- uh, have knowledge of that. So taking that to be true, if my comics memory serves me right, Nexus beings act as a pillar of their reality, and therefore they are not supposed to leave their home earth. I don't think we ever find out exactly what would happen if they leave, just general bad stuff in the multiverse. So since it looks like there's some form of incursion or multiverse weirdness happening in Spider Man No Way Home and then full-on madness in Doctor Strange 2, could the cause just be that Wanda left the MCU reality? Uh, maybe lured away by something mimicking the voices of her children in the end credits scene of WandaVision, or just actually searching for her kids. This would explain her apparent absence from Spider-Man No Way Home, and why the multiverse seems to suddenly be getting weird now. I hope this at least kinda makes sense.
1: Hmm. I like it. I like uh, I like that theory. I did not know that that was a feature of the Nexus being that if they leave their Earth, it can cause hinkiness. um, Yeah, yeah, I think in the comics is just that
0: they can't go to another verse. They can only uh, kind of create like an apparition of themselves, and like they can't directly affect things. Like they can't grab and touch or whatever. But like they can, you know, they could cast spells or they could, um, you know, they could speak to or uh, influence as far as like you know through manipulation um, and and conversation. So that that's the extent of it that I know of. Um, but there was one time where uh, using her hex magic, um, Scarlet Witch kind of made the other version of her like the the other Nexus being the evil Nexus being. She was not able to actually show up in our verse, and Wanda used her hex magic. To be like, you know, what's the percentage chance of you actually just having a body and being real now? And, you know, just change that with her probability hex to be like, now you're here and have a body. And she's like, that makes me more powerful. Or, you know, you still can't beat me with your magic. And she's like, yeah, but I've been training with Steve. Just socks her in the jaw.
1: (laughs) Damn. That's pretty rad. It was funny.
0: It was funny. So like, that was the one instance that I had read of like that actually happening where, you know, they had a physical form in the other, right. in they another manifest- verse. but It was
1: had to be manifested. They didn't actually exactly travel. Yeah. There. Right. Right. Yeah. Getting around yeah. the rules a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, but As I have the I, Scarlet right. Witch does. I love all this because I love the idea that we're going to like get solid multiverse rules, you know? As we go yeah. in this this phase or whatever, super, Matt's a fan of rules. I like rules. I like there to be structure to the story. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I think it's that you like structure to the uh, to the science, and that if they establish rules, they need to also follow it. I yeah, think that's your. Big well,
1: no, thing. I think even even not just establishing rules and following them, but I think rules, particularly in this kind of content of fantasy and uh, science fiction. You need rules because you can do anything you want. So having some sort of constraint is what makes the story – it gives the story stakes, and it gives the story uh weight, and it, it, it just basically gives it a setting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you can't really have a setting without some sort of, like, rule, <laughs> you know? Like, right. vampires can live forever and – uh, it live forever, and they can drink the blood, and da, da da da. They need like some sort of things that like make them have ste- steaks. stakes. Get it? Stakes? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that was on purpose, but it's good. Yeah, um, no, I, I saw it coming.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the it's kind of the same thing. Not to not to bring up DC properties on accident, but it's kind of the thing that makes Doctor Manhattan a really difficult character to write for because he can literally just be like. You know, this is how the world
1: is now. Well, and, and that, that character is intended to be so far beyond us that he's, like, not... He's losing connection with humanity. Right. And... Yeah. And that's the interesting part of him. Exactly. Is
0: his connection to humanity. Exactly. And how he maintains that. But, like, it's hard to give him challenges, like,
1: physical or otherwise. Right. And that's the same with because Superman. Because it's just like... Yeah. For sure. Like... Basically, beings like that, because we are humans, beings that are so far beyond us and have so much power, we basically only connected them in how they connect with humans, um, yeah. and it's uh, or in how they go through things that are similar to what we go through. And <laughs> Superman's just, particularly, which really is really selfish, which is really selfish. Tell me
0: how it relates to me, yeah, though. We're we're a little we're <laughs> self-centered, you know. It's allowed i allow it. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> allows it. We should mm-hmm. be okay then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so theory two from Lauren is going back to the initial announcement of Sam Raimi taking over directing Multiverse of Madness. Variety reported that Rachel McAdams will not reprise her role as Christine Palmer. But then a few months later, they reported that she had finalized the deal to appear in the film. So the most obvious answer here is that with a new director and story visions, Christine was added into the movie. But I'm going to put on my, my tinfoil hat here. I always found it odd that, they ne- that there never was a villain cast or announced for Multiverse of Madness. The villain could just be Mordo, but I feel like his motivations wouldn't really fit the Multiverse of Madness concept. So since in the, in the comics, sometimes in the multiverse people can look the same and be very different versions of themselves, would it be crazy to wonder if Rachel McAdams is coming back but playing a different character, possibly a villain? This is probably just me desperately clinging to the idea that the MCU wouldn't have wasted Rachel McAdams on Christine Palmer, who I found to be a really boring character. But I just wanted to put it out there.
1: Sorry, how crazy long this was, Lauren. Oh, you're cool, Lauren. <laughs> we we actually have very little feedback this week, so this was uh, it was nice to have. It's perfect. Nice to have some good. Ta- more talking about the multiverse is more good. Um, interesting. I don't. I do think you're stretching, Lauren, with the. Rachel McAdams is a different character, but could be. I mean, definitely could be a different version of Christine Palmer. Um, if we're doing multiverse here, you know?
2: Yeah. Hm.
0: Christine Palmer is no more there is only Mephisto. Hm. Rachel McAdams is oh, Mephisto. Oh my god. Mm. Would that That's not right. be incredible? Yeah. Yeah. That'd Ugh, be rad.
2: This whole time.
0: This whole time.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quill agrees. Quill agrees. Quill is the, the abides.
2: <laughs> I've been trying to tell you the whole time. I've been saying it, Mark.
0: <laughs> well, uh, let's hit Joseph V. Junior's feedback uh, okay. here. Okay. Okay. We don't want to. We don't want to talk about Mephisto. I see how it is. All right. I don't no, want to talk fine. about Mephisto. Not even a little. Okay. <laughs>
2: her her name does have two M's though. <gasps> <laughs> anyway,
0: plowing forward. <laughs> Joseph B. Jr. sent us an email. Hey, Mad Jeff and the amazing Ashley. Oh, hey. Hope you're all doing well. This is my first time writing in. I've been a listener of the podcast since 2020, and I absolutely love your podcast. The banter you all have together is so perfect and hilarious, so I never thought I'd send feedback. <laughs> but I was watching Assembled, the making of Tefatwas. now it's Captain America and the Winter Soldier. God!
2: Cars. <laughs> now no, it's Cars. cars.
0: <laughs> I wish I could do a crow sound.
2: Oh, oh. Never more. Never more.
0: <laughs> yeah, never more. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so there's a part with Zemo in it and he's like filming a commercial for a Sokovian clothing line. It's so funny and I want more. I want that for Zemo. But I just, I wanted to let you know about that. Take care and love you all 3,000. <laughs> This-
2: I love that even he knew that that coat was going to be a hit.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, His with, dapper a like that. with a collar like that, how can you, how can just you not? got to pop it. You
1: just got to love a good collar, you know?
2: Uh-huh. It's a perfect length.
0: <laughs> Bradley McWilliams sent us an email. Hey, guys, just listen to the most recent news and feedback cast and just have a few things to add to the conversation. First. I love the movie titles they just announced. I'm a big fan of the interconnectivity of the MCU, and I think going forward they should just drop character names from the title since they are probably just going to be multiple characters in every movie. Two upcoming ones could just simply be called Multiverse of Madness and Love and Thunder. Exception could be made for origin stories, though. That's fair. Second, someone made a comment about Watch Order and said chronological is the best way, but I strongly disagree. Release orders the way the producers, Feige, meant for you to see it. The opening and closing scenes of the first Avenger take place in 2012. Are you supposed to skip those and watch those scenes between Thor and the Avengers? Probably not. Black Widow is going to take place in the past, but I'm sure there will be something that lets you know she died in Endgame, which would be a big spoiler for a new watcher. Finally, why have you not talked about the scene in the Loki trailer on Vormir? With Natasha. Maybe you have, and I missed it, but it seems like a big deal. But maybe it's just because I'm still holding out hope that she comes back. Keep up the good work. Uh,
1: look, trailer right. on Vormir? I don't think it's Natasha. I don't think it's Natasha either. There's a lot of people saying it's Natasha. And when we first watched the trailer, we said, that looks like Natasha. But yeah. there's other footage, if you pay attention to the trailer, there's other f- Utter, there's, uh, there's, utter, uh, there's, there's utter cows footage everywhere.
2: everywhere.
1: You gotta, <laughs> we
2: got cows. I love
1: that utter footage. <laughs>
2: Twister, wow. And, <laughs> I gotta go, julio I <laughs> got cows. Moo,
1: confirmed. Moo, Fisto oh, brought it back. Yes, you
2: did, Matt. You, you did this.
1: You brought this on our heads. Anyway, uh, w- there is a character with red hair and a sword that seems to be going around in the Loki trailer. Uh, we do not believe that is Natasha though. It could be, right. it could be. I thought that the first time I saw her, but it's from far away. We never see her close up. And, uh, I think that's on purpose. And I think it get correct me if I'm wrong. And I guess spoiler alert, if you don't want to know a comics thing that might influence who that is, uh, but isn't the Loki fr- female Loki, doesn't she have red hair from? No, no, no. no? we've talked about this. Yeah. Jet Black there's hair. an
2: Angela, there's a Lorelai.
1: Okay, there's other characters in the Loki verse, or what I like, other characters that relate to Loki,
2: Asgardian people, that yeah, could
1: be no. that character. And it seems that this is the character that seems to be going around the TVA, attacking mm-hmm. too.
2: Or it could be Lady Loki. Who knows what they're going to do?
1: Sure,
0: yeah, 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 like it could be Lady Loki, and they're just like, eh, you know, we've done black hair, let's do a yeah.
1: different color. Like, it, yeah, there's nothing stopping them. Or it yeah. could be one of the multiverse versions of Natasha. Absolutely, that's very possible, right. but I I don't think so. Yeah, but I, 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 don't I
0: doubt that it's her. It because like you know the the Black Widow movie is going to be her swan song. Like, why would they? Yeah. Why would they do a an evil version of her in this? If right she's before, evil, like, or yeah, because we like, definitely why would see her a, a weird attacking
2: version? people.
1: <laughs> well, from the TVA, but we don't know what the, the why the why she's attacking if. You know, if your universe is being clipped, if your universe is one yeah. of the branches that's being clipped, does that make the TVA a good guy to you? Like, no. It makes them like people that are destroying your universe. So, right. like, maybe they're protecting a the divine universe, but that's not your universe. And Loki feels the same way, it seems, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. Good or bad, they they have their own motivations to protect. <laughs> I, I really love this whole protecting the divine universe thing because it's like... I feel like that's how we talk about the MCU when we talk about bringing yeah. in, like, the Sony stuff or bringing in the oh, Fox yeah. stuff. Like, like yeah. no! Yeah. No, you can't have it. It's my divine timeline. We are the space lizards, and we say, no. Oh, there's three
0: of us! There's and we yeah. yeah! We are the living tribunal! Oh, yeah! Yeah, we're it!
2: We're exactly the lizards! Exactly who... Why didn't we think of that?
0: We did, well, we we did, did. just now. Literally just now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's like, okay, if you're a timekeeper, it doesn't matter when you think of a thing.
2: Yeah, because we could just, yeah. Yeah, we the timeline is, it, it's our bitch. So. Well, don't say we're lizard people. Isn't that a conspiracy theory thing? People are going to come after us.
1: I'm good. I'm good with it. I'm a lizard person.
0: <laughs> I've been feeling real real lizardy lately. <laughs> I'm a lizard person. Come at me, bro. Quar- quarantine's got me feeling more like a lizard person every day. Yeah, I just lay on my heat rock. And get a little, <laughs> put my tail in the water, you know. The
2: only way it can get sun.
0: Sean Frank's an email says, first of all, just found this podcast at the start of the Fatwa series. Really loving it. And when I finally go back and watch all the Netflix series, I plan on listening to the associated pods. So after listening to the series wrap up and your wants for a Bucky series, it got me thinking. What about a one-shot special sort of thing to fill those gap weeks? One-shots were always my favorite comics growing up, because they built the universe, and these shows could do the same for the MCU. Thoughts?
1: Uh, I mean... Yeah, it could, they, it could fill it out, could pad it. For sure, and they've done yeah. it with the one-shots they did for the movies. That's where we got Coulson really fleshed out and stuff.
2: Oh, yeah. And Thor.
1: And, and yeah. That would Thor. The, yeah, that's, oh. that's right. <laughs> Team Thor. <four. laughs> Is that Canon? Uh, Do we consider that Canon? I don't think that one's Canon.
0: I don't think that was Canon either. I like it, but I don't think it was Canon.
1: (laughs) It's definitely like Thor, like proto funny Thor, though, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was probably like the test footage for Funny Thor. You know?
1: Yeah, kinda. It's like a little pilot for Funny Thor.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's a funny Thor pilot.
1: Mm. Oh, that's too good. That's too accurate. So uh I, I think they could absolutely do one. That's what's so cool about what's going on right now, is they can do anything they want. There's no limits to what they can do on. And they kind of are with like, um, I Am Groot. Is that the name of the show? Is it? Oh, the, uh, the shorts? The holiday the special. Shorts? Yeah, they're doing Groot shorts. No, and then there's the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. They're doing little things like that where they're just like dropping in little bits of content God, for us. I completely forgot
0: that they had talked about that. That's like an end of next year kind of thing. Yeah. And I'd completely spaced on that. Like that's gone from my brain until just now. Yeah, dude. Uh,
1: it's, it's, a, it's so much coming. It's so much. Coming. God, so much. Let's hit the last one. Todd on, I believe on Twitter says, hi again. I've decided I'm going to watch the defenders, Marvel TV shows on Netflix. Daredevil and Luke Cage are the best. Correct. Uh, do I need to watch them in order? Thanks.
2: I told him to definitely watch them in order just because some characters get introduced in other shows. It,
1: yeah. It depends on how much, how, how much you care about being a completist. Cause I think there are elements of the shows you can leave behind if you wanted to. Um, but I, 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 I don't think they're going to bring in certain characters into the main MCU. Uh, some shows are better than others for sure. I don't know if I'd say Luke Cage and daredevil are the best. I really like Jessica Jones too. I really like Punisher. Um, and that is all um, <laughs> I was like, C- come on,
0: <laughs> come on.
1: Like, it really is like a thing that like, and the defenders is good. And yes, yeah, that's the thing, the defenders. So if you, if you haven't, for those of you who are going back to watch the Netflix shows, it's like two seasons of daredevil, a season of Jessica Jones, a season of Luke Cage and a season of iron fist. And then the defenders, and then it breaks back loud. out into the next season of all the shows.
0: Yeah. So, and Punisher yeah. has two seasons in there. Right. Somewhere after yep. Daredevil season two, but it doesn't really matter based on the, uh, the Defenders timeline because he's not interacting with them at all anymore after that.
1: Or really much of anybody's interacting except for maybe like well, I, one
0: there or two is characters. Karen.
1: Karen's a little bit in there. That's right. Well, does.
2: Karen goes in there.
1: True. That, <clears throat> that's Karen, but it's also, uh, Misty Knight. She has appearances yeah. in different shows. Um, yep. so there's a little crossover. So if you really want to be a completist about it, watching it order is the way to go release order. I like it. It's just like Bradley said a few minutes ago, like release order is absolutely the way to go with most things. Um, but I, I think the shows are sort of, sort of good on their own. The only one for watching defenders really matters. It seems like is, um, daredevil. Like a lot happens to daredevil and defenders, but everyone yeah. else just kind of gets, Everybody uh, else just kind of you know. resets after it.
2: Yeah. But then you don't kinda get like the there Simpsons. like, you know, like Jessica and Luke's history. For sure. I don't know.
0: Yeah. You get Jessica and Luke's history though, in Jessica Jones season one.
2: Right. Right. It's, so you do kind of have to watch, like, I don't know. I think it think makes the, the defenders go. more of a complete story.
1: Yeah, for sure. Makes well, s- isn't
2: there some Iron Fist lore in there too?
1: Oh yeah, there's a lot of lore. Yeah, but for the life of me, I can't really think of like how it affected the Iron Fist show. Like even though they they fought, spoiler alert, they fight one of the Iron Fist villains, major villains in mm-hmm. Defenders. That's like the main villain is an Iron Fist thing. But then you get back to Iron Fist, and it seems to not have mattered like to the Iron Fist story, which is kind of weird. Uh no, You should jump that- back in.
2: No, yeah, I can't give. I don't want to give away spoilers, but I thought that <laughs> what happened to a certain character really changed him.
1: I don't remember what you're talking about.
2: That's fair. And <laughs> at the end of Defenders, what he he, 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 he
1: can't tell. Okay, he, uh, can't, he can't tell. Right, right. I'm, 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 I'm not remembering yeah, which think, character dies. I uh, think the the <laughs> uh, the He's
0: sacrifice sorry. really changes the other characters uh to not be
1: such selfish little shitheads. That's that's yeah. true. There there is some character development on his part. Yeah, that that's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. But I will say, I will say, in
0: uh Luke Cage season two, the episode where Danny Rand shows up and they do it's like the a best! they do like a Heroes for Hire, that's the best version it's of Danny the Rand. Best!
2: Yeah. And they're doing all their moves from the comics, so I love that.
0: Yeah, yeah. they do pancake yeah. and the Iron Toss and like, uh, Ah, it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like it. Like they actually knew what
1: to do with the characters.
0: Yeah, it was crazy. Like, when you actually put them together in the way that I, they're meant to be, you know? They're meant to be like that. Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. And when you put them together, you get magic. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's bring Ashley back on the screen. Uh, if, Ashley, what I'm has ready. been going on in the chat?
2: Um, so...
1: They're all laughing. A lot at us. Of,
2: Everybody's making fun of Scott Buck. We know.
1: So yep. Scott Buck was the showrunner uh, of multiple failed say, Marvel properties.
2: Folder sandwiches. I feel like the Disney Plus shows flip off the next Netflix shows by just existing and being so good because they are good. <laughs> they I are miss Daredevil. Good. I can't wait to watch hmm. Daredevil again.
1: You think Bounce the- Devil was such a great season? Bounce Devil was yeah. a really really good season.
0: Oh my God! There was a okay. Th- so my homework for my voice acting class that I'm in, um, it it was this like emotional retelling where you have to like uh, make people feel that you feel nostalgia and whatnot. But it like the first sentence is when I was young and like, instead of reading that, I read it as Vincent D'Onofrio, Wilson Fisk when I was a boy. Like, Yes. I wanted to read a whole thing just like that. And I was like, I can't do that. It's going to destroy my throat. It's not going to be, it's not going to be real. Like I can't do that. But I want to. I want to so bad.
2: <laughs> the passion's there. You got to get some throat coat.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know, swallow some olive oil. <laughs> as, a, as a singer, I don't recommend either of those tactics or speaking like that for a long time. Throat coat.
2: It fixes everything. Throat
1: coat's great for recovery. It doesn't really, like, protect you. That's true. And it even it even then, it's just really <gasps> not that much better than, like, just warm water. It feels nice, is the thing about Throat Coat, I find. Vocalist problems.
2: Uh, Waterfall Angel says, I read a theory somewhere with the idea that since it's a soul for a soul to get the stone, that maybe when Steve goes to return the soul stone, he could get Natasha back. Doubt it, but now I need to see the Steve and Red Hood. Red Hood? Red Skull is what she meant, sweetheart. Interaction. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I got you. I got you, babe.
0: (laughs) Oh, No. Like a Red Hood type thing with uh, with Natasha it could be real great though.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she comes uh,
0: back and she's like, "You left me."
2: Does it
1: work like that? Can you
2: be like, "We'll take your stupid stone back"?
1: We don't know. We've definitely had this conversation in the past. Yeah, yeah. we had a great joke about like, "What's the return policy on yeah. the Soul yeah. Stone?" On Voromir, yeah, what's the Voromir <laughs> return policy? Um, yeah, so that it's, maybe, maybe it really depends on how Karen, Steve wants to be.
0: <laughs> I need to speak to your manager, Red Skull. Oh, hey, Red yeah. Skull. I need to speak to your manager. <laughs> right now!
2: Don't touch me!
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. I am you me! <laughs> <laughs> You're threatening me! You saw it?
0: My rights!
2: <laughs> oh, anyway. That's all I got.
1: Anyway. All right. Well, uh... <laughs> That's, thanks, uh,
2: YouTube, Sean Tucker and, uh, Taylor Peeve and Lifeaholics Fishing. Thanks for hanging out. We had nice little chats over there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys, for all watching on the live, um, both, uh, on Twitch and we're going to continue to do these live streams. Like I said, uh, every Monday we do these live streams and we're going to continue to do those, but also we're we've, coming up on, uh, Loki, we're going to start doing a thir- uh, short stream on Tuesday, late late night, uh, a, a Wednesday morning, an afternoon delight stream. Uh, we got Wait, late late night Loki, afternoon delight stream, <laughs> uh-huh.
2: f- f- uh huh,
1: f- at about five thirty or something. Six,
2: yeah,
1: pre trivia, right? Pre trivia. Well, we'll get all the times out very soon. Five yeah. 30, it's gonna be five thirty live watch, six thirty podcast, seven thirty trivia. Yeah, um so if you haven't lot. tried trivia, it's gonna be really cool, cause I think we'll, uh, some, some, uh, Alyssa had the idea, why don't you do trivia for the episode you're watching? But I don't know about that. I feel like that would stress no. people out, right? Yeah, I feel like it's bad. You yeah, know, that's, that's too much. It's a fun idea, because, it, but, but I feel like it would lessen the enjoyment of what, the watch. Like you're not enjoying it for, you're like watching it for trivia questions, like that's not, that's in some way. Yeah.
2: Uh, this is a good idea though, but.
1: It's, it is a really fun idea.
2: Hmm. Maybe we just start a week behind.
1: Mm, That could work. That could work. Like you're doing trivia for the week. Cause I like her.
2: I like her idea. Yeah. I
1: like all her ideas. She's super smart. Me too. Yeah. She's a classy gal. Classy, classy gal. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well guys, thank you guys for hanging out. We're going to be back in a couple days with another uh, episode, another short episode. And uh, if you, are a patron there should already be an episode coming in the feed in like the next hour or two it's gonna these are gonna drop basically together so if you want to become a patron and get early ad free access to all the shows uh check out that feed um and we'll be back soon peace until next time true believers bye